Welcome to the Real View podcast, where Ohio realtors connect you to innovators and influencers, keeping you with the real view of real estate. Whether you're a broker, agent, first time home buyer, industry leader, or just happen to stumble upon our podcast today, you can expect to hear tips, tools, tricks, interesting information, and so much more from the experts in Ohio's real estate game. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Real View podcast. I'm your host, Allison Wiley. Joining me today is our special guest, JP Nassif, who is the CEO of Jobs Ohio. He is going to dive us into some really cool economic development uh, that's happening in the state of Ohio, what we need to know as we head into 2022, and how our industry is going to be impacted and what we can do uh, to help further along Ohio's economy. So I'm really excited about this episode. There's going to be a ton of great information. I know when I was planning this podcast, I spoke with members of the Jobs Ohio staff and the amount of information and then cool stuff that was shared just in the exploration call was awesome. So I'm really excited about this. And I know JP's going to share some awesome information with us here today. And I can't wait to get started. So JP, thanks so much for being here today. Well, thank you very much for having me. Nice to see you, Allison. Yeah, nice to see you too. So before we get started, I have to ask our signature question that we ask all of our guests who join um, the Real View podcast, which is, what is the best view that you've ever seen? The best view I've ever seen is my family in front of our home in Ohio. That's awesome. You know, sometimes it's just the simple things in life that, you know, matter the most and that stick with you. And I love that. I love that answer. I appreciate being asked the question and I'll make sure I play that for my wife, Carmen. Our, uh, there you go. Our oh, yes. Our anniversary is this week. Happy anniversary. How many years? Thank you. 22. Amazing. Well, shout out to Carmen. Thanks for being an awesome wife. I'm sure that I'm sure you are to JP. So cool. Let's get into uh, today's episode. JP, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself. I know you and I were chatting before we started the recording and you have a pretty cool story, uh, how you came to Ohio and fell in love with it and now, you know, recruit others to come here as well. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get started? And then tell us a little bit about Jobs Ohio and what you all do. That's a lot for a first question. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, well, like everyone has a story. I came to Ohio in the late 70s, right before high school, when uh, my father was transferred here with the Air Force. Like a lot of families come into Wright-Patterson. We moved here in 78, didn't know a soul, not a single person. The community there and uh, outside of Dayton, Ohio, embraced uh, me and my family, and it really became home. I did leave uh, when I myself went into the Air Force through the ROTC program, moved out to Southern California uh, to work on space and missile projects uh, for the Air Force and get my graduate degree. But then, as circumstance would have it, um, not only did I meet my wife, Carmen, out there, but I got transferred back to Ohio. So I, not only am I not native-born, but I also left and came back. So I'm, I'm sure there's some category for people like that, but ended up back here and have really built a life and a home and a professional career here, uh, which has culminated with my position here at Jobs Ohio, which I love. Oh, and it's so cool. I'm kind of obsessed with this organization. Like I said, talking with uh, Ryan, who's the staff at Jobs Ohio before we had this interview, I remember getting off the phone with him and saying to my coworker, there is so much cool stuff happening. Like, I cannot wait for this podcast to talk about it all. So before we get started into all that cool stuff, I would love to kind of hear from you. Uh, what is Jobs Ohio for our listeners who may not know? Um, tell us a little bit about the organization, the work that you all do, and how you're kind of different from maybe some other organizations, maybe 
maybe state entities that our listeners may be familiar with. Tell us a little bit about Jobs Ohio. Jobs Ohio is Ohio's private economic development corporation. About 10 years ago, the uh, state, the governor and the legislature privatized what is normally part of a state function, cabinet level at a state function, privatized economic development, named it Jobs Ohio. So it's a 501c4 private not-for-profit corporation. I report up to a board. And while it's private and separate from government, it's authorized by government. We work very closely with the uh, DeWine Houston administration to make sure we're coordinated and aligned and working very closely together so that the rest of the world, they just see Ohio and the governor, of course, is in the lead. And we provide in a private way economic development support. So it's kind of, I would describe it as the, you know, we fill in the seams between uh, private business, governments, and academia. We do all the, the work between the seams. Yeah, a lot of really cool, a lot of really great stuff. So how does Job Ohio impact uh, cities across the state? And I love that, um, you know, you work with all of Ohio because as Ohio realtors, we do as well. So, you know, we're looking at Ohio all across the state as well as you all. So tell us how you impact cities across the state. So it's a very interesting model. It is a statewide model, but being private does make us unique. There are a few state uh, economic development uh, entities that are private, and it's important to be private because when you're dealing with a company that's looking to locate here in the state, or maybe it's a company that's already here that's looking to expand in the state, they share all kinds of information about their strategy, about their finances with us. And if you're part of a government, you're compelled to share those because of sunshine laws. And companies typically like to to communicate their strategic plans to the people and businesses they want when they want to do it. So we can keep that information private. That's an advantage for Ohio. Also, funding for economic development. So the organization was founded in 2011. In 2013, it didn't have an independent source of funding, but the organization went to the bond markets, raised $1.4 billion, and then bought the rights to Ohio's Spiritus Liquor Enterprise. You might not know this, but Ohio is one of the few states in the country that's a control state. It controls the distribution of Spiritus Liquors. Ah, so, oh, you know, I did not know that. It, it does. Interesting. So it, it controls the distribution. So that's a function that was being operated by the state. But Jobs Ohio in 2013 bought the rights to do that until 2038. So we also wow. operate Ohio's Spiritus Liquor Enterprise. We distribute all the spiritus liquors in Ohio, and then we use the profits to fund economic development. And I think last year, the net profit uh, from the distribution of the liquor enterprise was just over $300 million for the year. And that wow. those dollars go, they fund Jobs Ohio's operations, they fund uh, their single largest funder for our partners, and then there's those are the dollars to provide incentives for deals. So again, talking about the structure, it's private, it's got an independent source of funding, and the third is how we go into the market around the state. We go into the market through partners. There are separate regional partners that represent all of Ohio. And if you think about it, a central organization is important, a place you can go get resources, decisions, some maybe specialized talent. But when companies decide to go somewhere, they go to a metropolitan area. They don't just say, I'm going to go to this state. They say, I'm going to go to Northeast Ohio or to the Cincinnati area or to the Dayton region. And uh, that's where they get their facilities, the workforce that they need, the distribution they need, et cetera. So we go into the market with a central organization, but we can go in with a local touch through those partners. It's a very, very cool model. And again, it's statewide, but it allows us, because of those partners, 
to go in with a very local touch. And that's a very Ohio community way to do things. Yeah. And I love kind of ending on that note about Ohio. And one of your main goals is to bring people and bring jobs into Ohio, attract new and returning Ohioans like like yourself as a returning Ohioan. Tell us why Ohio? What is so special um, about our state and why uh, are employers attracted to where we live? It's an interesting question. Like People like you, Allison, you grew up here. You went to school at Ohio, the Ohio State University. You stayed in Columbus. And I'm sure people ask you all the time, you know, why did you stay there? What do you love about it? And I think a lot of people in Ohio struggle either because of Midwestern humility or self-deprecation. But what it really comes down to, and, and as we've looked at the data, as we've worked uh, with employers who have made the decision to invest here, is it's got this balance, this unique balance of, you know, you can get, there's diverse industry, it's located in a strategic place near 60% of the Canadian and American population, it's affordable, and it's a place where you don't have to make a choice between success with your business or your investment and success with your family or your community goals. You have this balance where you can do all those things. And for people in Ohio, those are things we value. We value family and we value success in business. And that's the kind of people and the kind of business that we ultimately attract here. And what we're seeing right now is more and more businesses in our pipeline and our new business pipeline has never had more opportunity in it because you know, coming out of the last phase of COVID, while we value those things, what we're seeing is people and capital and businesses on the coasts and maybe supply chain that's been offshored in decades past. Now they're looking and they're valuing what Ohio has to offer more and they're, they're coming here in, in droves. This episode of The Real View is brought to you by the Ohio Association of Community Colleges. Ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, Visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org and then click on the pre-licensed course locations. Yeah, that was going to be uh, kind of my next question too. How has the economy and jobs changed throughout the pandemic? And you touched a little bit on how Ohio fits into that, but I know a big factor that also plays into that is the climate here in Ohio and how it's really great for jobs and opportunities that businesses can bring. So tell us a little bit about that. Our elected leaders and other leaders over the last uh, several decades have been working very hard to make sure Ohio has a competitive business climate. And what's happening now, it's becoming more known around the world that just how competitive the business climate is. To give you an example of how far we've come, in 2011, uh, Chief Executive Magazine ranked Ohio 41st out of 50 states in terms of attractive business climate. In the most recent ranking, Ohio is ranked number seven. Wow. And that's just one example. There are dozens of examples of different publications, different ratings agencies that where Ohio has moved from the 30s and 40s out of 50 states now in the top 10 and even in the top five for business climate. It's a very exciting time. So, and again, they're looking at the tax climate. 
They're looking at affordability, availability of workforce, et cetera. That's crazy in just 10 years. So what would you attribute that big of a jump in? Is it just mainly some of these factors that we're talking about with climate and stuff like that? Or what would you say were the leading factors that drove us to jump from 41 to 7? That's a huge jump. Over time, over the last, again, 10 plus years, uh, different administrations, uh, different legislatures have seen this issue and this challenge and over time have brought down the taxes on business and done various things to make it more competitive with other states and at the same time creating something very unique uh, like Jobs Ohio and the Jobs Ohio Network to provide a competitive platform and a professional team to go out and capitalize on new business development opportunities. I think the confluence of those things has resulted now in the perfect storm for success for Ohio. And we call it a generational opportunity, an opportunity that Ohio has not had in a generation to see influx of capital, influx of business, influx of talent, where we've experienced over decades an outflow of those things. Yeah, that's really great. So we are headed into 2022. I know it's November now, so just about a little over, a little less than two months left in this year. Tell us a little bit about some of the big wins in 2021. What really stands out to you this year as big accomplishments for Jobs Ohio and the state of Ohio? Um, and then what do we have to look forward to in 2022? I'm sure there are many things you know that are still being worked on, but give us a little insight into our economic development for 2022 and what we're looking at. So interesting thing that happened over the last two and a half years. The organization, Jobs Ohio, and great leadership from the DeWine and Husted administration, we've expanded our scope of offerings, economic development offerings by threefold. I think when we started as an organization, we provided loans and grants. We did some marketing. We had some pilot programs uh, for talent and for site development. And what we've done is we've aggressively expanded those to uh, meet the market demand, the global market demand. So uh, what you'll see is much more activity statewide in investment in job-ready sites, investment in early-stage growth capital. I mean, as an example, uh, four years ago, Ohio was ranked 17 out of 17 peer states in the availability of early-stage growth capital that helps to really provide the fuel for Ohio's entrepreneurial, innovative, early-stage companies. They might spin out of one of our great uh, research institutions like uh, Nationwide Children's or, or Cincinnati Children's, and then they go to seek growth capital to scale up and hire people to become a big company. They can't find it in Ohio. They leave and go to New York or the West Coast or to Chicago. In the last two quarters of this year, Ohio ranked number one in the Midwest and number six in the nation for growth capital. So I think what we can expect is more investment on that expanded scope from Jobs Ohio, which really will result in more expanding businesses, more early stage growing businesses, more development of sites for new opportunities. I'm not sure if you've also, if you're aware of our investment in innovation, again, with the governor and lieutenant governor's leadership, uh, they've really challenged us to invest innovation in Ohio, innovation's future. And uh, we announced last year three innovation districts, one in Cleveland, one in Cincinnati, and one in Columbus that really brings together 
uh, world-class research institutions, world-class academic institutions, anchor the members of industry and creates placemaking to help urban revitalization, but also to increase talent, STEM talent, which is in much demand around the world and in the nation. We're going to be tripling the production of STEM talent in those three cities through those innovation districts. We're going to be increasing by 20% per year the amount of externally funded uh, basic uh, research that those institutions are performing. That all turns into new intellectual property, new companies, which then will grow and scale with the availability of growth capital. So those are just a few ways and a few things that uh, uh, Ohioans can expect to see. More innovation, more development, more growing companies in our state. Yeah, that's really exciting. Really great time to be in Ohio. And it sounds like uh, we're really starting to flourish. I mean, hitting the top spots, you know, top 10, number one in some of these lists uh, that you just mentioned, that's really great and really exciting. So I know that the housing industry is maybe not one of the 10 major industries that you all are focused on, but it's still really important and goes hand in hand with job development and economic development. Talk to us a little bit about the importance of the housing industry, how that all fits in with your plan. Were you see that going. We know we have a huge housing shortage throughout the country. How can realtors help with this problem? And where do you see that fitting into Ohio's economic development? Well, in many ways, the realtors are on the front end of the economic development formula, because anytime a company is assessing Ohio, along with other competition, they're always looking at the local communities, the affordability and availability of housing inventory, the location near schools and education, because at the end of the day, that's where they're going to find their talent. That's where their valued employees and team members will live. And so I think what we're going to see is increased demand from uh, people coming in into Ohio with new opportunities also from expanding opportunities from companies and businesses that are already achieving success in Ohio and are investing to expand their operations here, and from the reshoring of uh, supply chains, open and secure supply chains that are coming back from Asia and other places around the world and reshoring those supply chains right here in Ohio. So I believe there's going to be a significant amount of increased demand over the next five years. I'm no economist, but that's the way I would read the tea leaves. Yeah, and that's something that's always on top of mind uh, here at Ohio Realtors. We're always trying to meet the demands of the housing industry and the housing market. And it's so important that people who are coming to work at these jobs that are being created uh, have a safe place to live, you know, close to where they're going to work every day. So that's always something that's top of mind for us. And I'm glad that you see that in the same way. Absolutely. Comparing even the affordability of of housing here, even in high growth and high expense areas, comparable to some of the higher priced uh, coasts, uh, the cost of the homes on the coast, we become a very competitive alternative. In fact, Ohio's cost of living overall is seven and a half percent lower than the U.S. average. So it really becomes a competitive advantage when you're attracting talent and they're looking at what they can get in their location in Northern Virginia or New York or Philadelphia, Boston, California. And then they look what they can get here, not just in the affordability of their place they're going to live, but also just everyday items. So it's exciting time for Ohio, for sure. 
And is that uh, one of the trends that you're seeing too, is uh, individuals from the coasts kind of moving inward, moving to Ohio or moving back to Ohio? I know with the pandemic, um, we saw a lot of moving out of large cities and things of that nature. And I believe Realtor.com just put something out of uh, the cities where the most individuals moved out of. And I think like New York City was like number one (laughs) on the list. Is that something that you're seeing? Is that a trend we're seeing here in Ohio? We're definitely seeing that, you know, interesting statistics. I think we were number four, the number of one-way U-Haul trucks that were ending up in Ohio. If you look at it, it's a confluence of some very interesting attributes that are really benefiting Ohio right now. And I think it starts with the people and the workforce. So if you're a business, you're going to be looking for the availability of talent, but you're also going to be looking for how much they're going to cost you, how productive they are. And Ohio ranked number one in the region uh, for our labor productivity. Then you combine that with the fact that we have an affordable cost of living, again, 7.5% lower than the national average. You're not only going to get higher productivity from your people, but then they're going to be able to live in the communities where they work for a uh, lower cost, that becomes very attractive both for the labor pool and for the business that's laying down the capital investment. And that becomes very attractive to business and people leaving the larger, more expensive, more congested uh, communities on the coasts. Do you think that this will be a trend that we'll continue to see? Or do you think that it was just a COVID, just one off, you know, because of the pandemic? Or is this going to stick around? Do you anticipate that this will be a trend that will last the next couple of years? The flight from the coasts really started before COVID. Uh, We actually started marketing to the coasts, both for talent and for capital and business before COVID. What happened Mm -hmm. during COVID, it accelerated that because of the, uh, you know, economic impact that happened with COVID. It just accelerated the exit. And then on top of that, when you lay in what's happening with uh, supply chains looking to reshore back to North America, Ohio becomes the perfect alternative for North American supply chain. So the confluence of those two things and the momentum would continue for the foreseeable future. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing that I want to talk about that I think kind of goes along with this theme is Ohio's weather climate. And compared to what we're seeing, you know, across the country, I mean, Texas dealt with a huge weather issues last year, Louisiana uh, with the hurricanes and the East Coast just experienced, you know, over... um, a billion million people with no power because of a nor'easter storm. We're seeing that this is an issue for businesses and that employees are not able to get to their jobs or do remote work because there's weather issues that are causing power outages and and other things like that. And Ohio doesn't necessarily uh, deal with much of that. So tell us a little bit about that and why that's good for us. Well, that also becomes a, just added to the list, right? It's another mm-hmm. advantage. And so there's this a series of different micro advantages that add up into a wonderful advantage. And yeah, we have a low risk of earthquakes. So if you're doing precise, high volume manufacturing, that's a concern for you. We have an affordable, reliable power available. Again, uh, businesses need those. We have highly productive workforce relative to the rest of the region and the country. But the climate does, you know, we don't have extremes. You know, we might get a tornado or two, but we don't have hurricanes. We don't have earthquakes quakes. We have a great four seasons. We've always loved it, but it's now coming to be appreciated uh, by businesses on the coasts, people on the coasts that are, are looking for a more balanced way of life. And we can provide that right here. 
Yep, absolutely. A lot of amazing advantages uh, that Ohio has. So it's really excited, exciting to see uh, companies and throughout the country, us really being recognized on a national scale. I think that that's exciting and, and super cool. JP, anything else that you want to share with our listeners that you think would be good to mention or, or for them to know about before we wrap up today? No, I think I'd close out with some thoughts. First, I uh, want to make sure that, you know, Jobs Ohio is a very unique business model and economic development platform. There's not another one like it in the country. And I want to tip my hat to the professionals that work at Jobs Ohio and that are part of the Jobs Ohio network. They come to work committed every day. They're focused on the mission and the idea that they can, their work helps to create jobs and a better quality of life. That's a unique platform and it's something that should be supported and defended. The second, I would say that, uh, Hold your heads up. Ohio's value proposition is strong. And while everyone that's been living here obviously values it, knows it, that's why we live here, uh, we are on the front end of a very special, very impactful generational opportunity. Our pipeline is up uh, over 500% in most categories. Uh, we're on the front end of having the biggest year from a job creation perspective than Jobs Ohio has ever had in, since it was uh, created 10 years ago. And just uh, be confident and comfortable that you live in a wonderful place and it's going to get bigger and it's going to get better. That's amazing and so exciting and great for our realtors to hear too, because if there's people and jobs and companies that are moving to Ohio, they're going to need a place to live and great news for our realtors um, that we can help. That's what we're here for. So really great news. Hopefully that will boost our clientele uh, as well as we look to find individuals to uh, purchase homes throughout the state. So really exciting, really great information today. Uh, JP, I just think the work you guys do is fascinating and awesome and really beneficial to the entire state. So thanks so much uh, for the work you do uh, for Ohioans for making the great state of Ohio awesome and going to continue to be awesome for many, many years to come. So thanks so much. Thank you very much for having me today. And I want to thank all the realtors out there. Get ready. More business is coming. Yep. More businesses are coming. More people are going to need places to live. So we are ready and we can't wait to uh, help everyone and anyone uh, moving into our great state. So to our listeners, thank you guys all for tuning in. We will talk to you soon. JP, thanks again for joining me today. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohiorealtors.org slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We want to hear from you. Email us at podcast at ohiorealtors.org. We'll see you next time. This has been a Humble Pod production.